Welcome to uh, episode seven now. Wow, episode seven. We're doing pretty well. Um, the Chemical Balance Podcast. My uh, guests or co-hosts or whatever you want to call them as usual, Mike Tooley. What's up, Boomer? What's going on, man? Glad Habs. to be here. Habs back from Florida. We here. Ripping shots already. <laughs> you guys missed that Straight part. Straight Casamigos. Straight Casamigos. You know the vibes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I need a translator for Habs, too. Especially how we're going to start tonight, too, when he is, when he's making. So someone out there, translate whatever the fuck he says. Translates um, to shit tequila. Whoa! Is that, is that what you're having? Shit tequila? Is that what you're drinking? Finest yep. thing on this side of the Mississippi. It's expensive shit tequila. Jesus. <laughs> wow, I'm coming. Bridge, say hello. We always forget about you, Bridge. Say hello. Hello, hello. How you doing, boom? I'm good, man. I am good. Wow. All right. I was so today years old when I found out Bridge could talk on this. <laughs> you didn't know Bridge could talk? Nah. I mean, like in person, I knew he could talk. <laughs> um. Do we need to congratulate you too for uh, like stop smoking for quitting smoking? Is that true, or are you just talking bullshit again in the? No, it's true. It's true. Good man. I'm, I'm proud of you, man. That's a big deal. Happy to hear it, Danny. I appreciate it, guys. Um. All right, we're gonna start with uh, for you guys listening. If you guys listened last week, um, obviously you heard Babs, who was an awesome, awesome guest. Um, yeah, he was. I hope he, I hope I hope he comes back again. That was that was awesome. Um, but at the end, I, I, as you're about to hear again, we're just going to replay what I said, uh, ripping our boy Habs here for uh, a, a fraud comment that he made. Um, Bridge is going to play that now, and then we're going to get Habs live reaction to it. And Because um, he hasn't heard this yet. He has not heard this yet, so he has no idea what's coming. Um, not that it's that bad, but go ahead, Bridge, play it away, and then uh, I'll translate for uh, Habs for all you out there like me that don't understand what he says half the time. So, you know, I kind of wear my heart in my sleeve. I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to blast him. The old school me would tell him to go fuck himself and all that and not edit that bridge. <laughs> I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I, I like Habs. I think Habs, if you're listening, I know you're going to come back with a rebuttal to this next week and I can't wait. Uh, I know you're a good kid. I know you have a great heart, but six, uh, man, like you, you, you basically, you got Gary, Don's Pat, right? When you think of 603, you pretty much think of those three, like, you're not playing for an for the, for the area code of 603. Like you're basically, you know, you know, Babs is talking about ownership or something like that. Like you, you're punching Gary right in the dick when you call 603 a bunch of frauds. Um, he's built this. This is his baby. Um, so just for Christ's sakes, I know you're trying to go viral and make your name, but Jesus Christ, kid, like just be better. Come on, you know. And I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you this too. You know, people say. You know, play play for the the name on the front of your jersey, not the back of your jersey, and and remember that because someday your arm's gonna get shot or something, and and just think of what you want. And I'm gonna say this from experience because I wish something I wish I had done differently too. Like think of what you want people to remember you by your legacy. Like you're young, so you got years and years to go, but your reputation like that matters. It might not seem like you matter, and you. You know, you, you might not care what person A thinks of you because of what they do in life or something like that. But that does end up being important. Like it was, was important to me. And I, I was kind of an asshole earlier in my younger days. 
Um, I'm sure a lot of people will agree with that. And I, I wish I wasn't that way. And two of you might remember this, but I tried to have this conversation with them too about three years ago after one of their games where, where Thomas and Scotty got into a little thing with him and Flynn and all that. And, you know, I told them then, it's the same thing I said then, as I said, you have, you are so fucking talented. Don't be an asshole and offset your talent by being an asshole. And I'm not saying you're an asshole now. Just think, think of what you're doing and what you're saying before you do it. Because, you know, Gary and Don's ball are two of the best people in the world. They're family to me. So when you call them frauds, you, you piss me off with that one. Um, so I'm going to kind of just leave it there because I promised them I wouldn't go too crazy about it. Um, wow. That's great. There you First go. First off, boom. I, I would just like to say, I think that my comment was taking a little bit out of context. I wasn't really okay. calling the whole 603 organization a fraud like before me I was saying like it's more like a false identity because like none of us were from the New Hampshire area I wasn't really trying to like make it like about the 603 I meant more just like it doesn't really fit us because none of us are from New Hampshire I wasn't really thinking like 603 is a fraud like wiffle ball organization because that kind of speaks for itself as like national titles and who, who they are and like what it is that wasn't really trying to come at them like that so i meant I it more that, in terms of like gary like it's not 603 it's like you're kind of insulting gary not necessarily what they were you know what i mean huh. that that's kind of that's no no i i get it i guess i guess i could i could have worded it better and differently i would say that that's not what i was trying to do so i'm sorry if that offended gary or don's or you or anybody that's definitely not what i was trying to do i was more just trying to poke some like light fun that none of us were from new hampshire i wasn't really trying to take a personal shot at 603 because obviously 603 brought me and two in and gave us an opportunity so it's always all love and i'm still a part of 603 we're still running this shit, so it's still, it's still. I'm. I listen. I'm part of the six hundred three family. So exactly, exactly. So that's not really what I meant. It was more just like I was trying to more just poke fun, you know. But, no, I hear. You. And if it was taken the wrong way, I, I just know. I know, and I, I mean, I, I don't really. You know, Gary was. He's never going to say this to you because he's got to kiss your guys' asses a little bit too. But like. He, I could tell he was a little bit upset, a little bit hurt by it. And I know you didn't mean it as badly as you did. You're just kind of, you're, you're, you're shouting. So I get it. I'm, it's a general comment too, just for like, for all you guys, if, you know, there's an old saying like, if you're going to send a text to someone, right? But it's like kind of a dickhead text, whatever the situation is in life, right? Before you send it, put the phone down, walk away for five minutes, come back, reread it. And if you still want to send it, hit send. Like that's one of the better. I wish I learned that lesson when I was like. Actually, can, can we go? Can we go on the record though? I don't think I was the one who called it a fraud first. You put it like right on Instagram. It was said from have the account. It wasn't even like you said it. it <laughs> no, was, no, it was no, no, no. I don't. I don't think <laughs> I was the one who said that. I got that from someone else. Someone called it. A, I swear. I'm, I'm gonna sure. find it. I'm, Somebody I'm else. I'm sure there's a lot of people. Of fraud, I'm so sure there's I a lot of people like, that think that. I'm sure. Uh, have, I'm the sure there's a lot of teams out there. There's a lot of teams out there, and there's a, it's a younger generation now, right? And most people don't know 
what it is. But when you're playing for 603, whether it's this team, whether it's us and with our little B-Squad team that we're going to run out this year. No, no, uh, I, 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 I get you. I, I understand what, what you were getting at there, and I understand. I do think it was taken the wrong way completely from my end, but I'm willing to accept how it might have came off from their point of view. So, Gary, I love you, dog. You know you're my dog for life. I didn't mean that. 603 rider back. <laughs> you're my dog. But towards the end, when you're, like, talking about, um, you know, your reputation and stuff, and it's like, yep. listen, I kind of disagree with you on that a little bit. But, I mean, we don't have to That's get fine. into it. But No, you can. We can. Absolutely. I, when I said the reputation, I was speaking from personal experience for myself as I don't like what my reputation became, especially towards the end. So I was kind of, I wasn't just, I wasn't really putting you down at the end with that. I was more saying, be careful because you never know, you know, perception's yeah. reality, perception's reality. So when, you know, and I did like, remember you, you know, I'm not going to bring up the person's name because we're going to have him on here land again, but we'll bring him up real quick. And you made a comment about him and it's like, be careful. Like you might not give a shit what, Lanigan thinks about you or what anybody just we don't even use him as a name just person a but someday you might and someday you might look back and you're gonna be like fuck i wish i had not acted that way in that situation um so that was more me coming from experience and making that mistake um be careful you know what i mean you don't you don't want to look back and, and regret and say man i shouldn't have done that this that or you know the other no, i've made i've already I, made that mistake so that, that was right. all that I get what you're saying, but you know, I come, I also come from, I'm cut from a little bit of a different cloth where, you know, I'm not saying certain people because we're not going to bring names, but you know, people, especially in Wolfball, haven't always said like good things about me, especially behind my back. And a lot of people think I haven't heard the shit that, so like, I kind of come from, especially when it comes to Wolfball, like, you know, if it's fuck you right now, it's going to be fuck you forever. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. I don't I don't I don't come from like the switch inside stuff. But you could and say the same thing for those people too. Like if they had right, right. thought about holding their tongue instead of saying something stupid, you might not right. feel that way today, you know? Exactly. That's a good point too. You're right. But I think yep. everyone has that moment where they kind of figure that out. Or maybe not everyone, but lots of people like Boomer, you're talking about yourself and a reputation that you used to have. When we first started playing together six-ish years ago, um, it was obviously my first season with you. And people in mass were always telling me, oh, like, be careful, be careful. You can't rely on Boomer. Like, one day he's going to screw you and you're going to show up and he's not going to be there. And I used to always just be like, nah, he wouldn't do that to me. Like, Boomer's – he's my cousin, you know? Like, he's going to be there. And, uh, you know, you never – I never, ever felt like you were going to screw me and you never did you know maybe because you didn't want to be remembered how you felt like you were but you know i feel like everybody has that moment where they figure out all right i gotta maybe kind of change what i'm doing yeah my my thing i mean too simple but my thing is i never wanted to screw anyone over in certain in any situation it was more that like i was battling my own personal demons which a lot of that was booze um and i it would cause me to either miss events or show up fucking hammered <laughs> to events and I was not the player that I was once was or was capable of being and therefore I was letting a lot of people down and, and a lot of people just thought that's it, whether I was there or not there or, or I'm show, not showing up for things it's like 
it was a shitty it, it it got so bad that it's what you just said is what i heard it's, it's the same thing that like have just said you think you don't hear what everyone says behind your back i heard fucking everything but everybody like if you think i don't know what you said about me over the last 15 years trust me i know because <laughs> every Facts. everyone I'm glad, everyone, I'm glad you said that. everyone talks so everybody if you have said talks. something about guys, me yeah i know it <laughs> you know Right. So, like, all you, all you young whifflers, you guys are all in these group chats, sending out these messages, talking shit. Be careful. <laughs> everybody sees that shit. Trust me. Yep. You think yep. nobody sees that shit? Everybody sees that shit. Everybody. All you goofy ass older whiffball players, people still see your shit too. So straighten up. Yep. And and that's so. But anyway, but what made people say that too was truth. It was I was. I was not reliable. I was not responsible. <laughs> I know it was like I would get through the week of work and then I would just become a drunk asshole and I'd be depressed in my own self. And it's not a way to live your life. And it affected me all over the place on so many levels and affected so many people. But towards the end, too, is you got the version of me that you most, you know, now I'm the best version of myself. But towards the end, when we were teammates, then I was kind of already back on that path. And Bridge, you were lucky enough. You and Lopes were lucky enough to get we played together to you got me so yeah um but that wasn't me for a while it was me at the beginning for like the first 10 years and then there was just a bad run for like five to seven years in there where i just was a fucking train wreck and um so that's you know but anyway and 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 halves i had the reaction like i would hear that during that time and like people would i would hear what everyone was saying about me and my reaction would be but fuck them i don't care what anyone thinks about me and now i look back on it i'm like i wish i hadn't done that you know i wish that wasn't yeah, no, I really? wish I kind of spoke up, but yeah, I, I, I did care because that's, it's not, I didn't change myself around for wiffle ball people. That's for damn sure. But like, I did care. I did. I didn't realize I cared or I didn't think I cared because of probably the cloud that I was in for a while. But like, I do care. I care now. Like, I think that's part of the reason I'm back here now and want to play again this year. Not only to prove I still got it a little bit, but to be like, this is who I was 20 years ago. And this is how I'm going to go out type of deal, you know? So I don't know. That's my story. I don't know how the hell we got down this road, but there you go. That's great, though. I really do. Like, it's not about how you start or even how you are in the middle. It's about how you finish, you know? Yeah. Always be the best. Always improve every day and just always work on being doing the right thing and being the best version of yourself. You know, that's no, thanks, best advice that's I can life. give to anyone. That's life. Yeah. Like, I, I, I coach a wrestling team right now and I tell them, I'm like, shit's not going to get easier, you know? So, yeah, it's not, that's life. It's not. It's not. And it's not easy now. Like even when you're fucking doing the yeah. right thing, it's not easy. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? The, <laughs> it doesn't the, get the easier high, now. The, the high road is never easy. You know. Sometimes you just got to hit um, the bottom to get all the way back up. That's. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, and Yo, doing the right you, thing is harder. Is the hardest thing you can do sometimes is doing the right thing. The easy thing to do or the or the bad thing to do is to just keep going down the wrong road. You know. In a lot of cases. No, you're right though, and I'm glad that you guys were able to call me on my shit because that's that's what that's how life is, you know. Sometimes you got to check people, and if I said something that I thought was coming across as funny, and they thought a different way, you guys respectfully checked me. You didn't go behind my back doing some other weird goofy stuff, you know. No, we so, threw it right in the podcast for the world to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. You, you did it the right way. You know what you did. Yeah. And it was right. And also, I love you, Gary. I love you, Don. They love you, too. They're big fans of you. They, yeah. You want to talk about people that actually say good things behind your back? 
Um, <laughs> yeah, they actually said a, a lot, a lot of good things about you guys and your trip last year and stuff when we were hanging out. Jeez, uh, I think it was like a month ago. Um, but yeah, they, they, they're, they're big fans of you overall, too. That's another reason why I kind of said something last week because they are big, all of you guys, actually, but especially yeah, you guys. The, feel, the feeling is mutual. The 603 house at, at US was, it was great. Honestly, it was. It was crazy. I think the highlight of my night, though, and this is a joke, it wasn't actually the highlight, um, was I'm like, all right, we're it's Saturday night, we're trying to relax, hit the hot tub, get ready for Sunday, and Jeff Lopes is just in the kitchen, like guzzling glasses of milk, like at least three (laughs) or four. I'm like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I just really like milk. And it, like, for like an hour, this kid is just chugging glasses of milk, and I, I was floored to just to watch it. It was, it was a sight to see. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you guys don't know him, but I mean, I've known him my whole life, and it's the same thing. Like the last like fifteen years, he's just buying gallons of milk and just pounding them. Like, wow. Reg, just regular milk? Does yeah, he put like milk, in, just regular milk, That's man? Wow. Makes. Milk and water. That's awesome. Man, that, that that's all gotta, sides, bro. We gotta get him on the show just to ask him about that. <laughs> there, there, there's uh, something up with that. I don't well, know. Well, I'm looking in the fridge and I'm like, all right, I want it's Saturday night. I want to have a beer relaxed before we go to sleep. And all we had was non-alcoholic beer and milk. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> non-alcoholic beer and milk. Wow. Nah. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what to say about that. I was speechless too, Boomer. That's that's crazy. <laughs> um, all right, well we get, we got that out of the way, and uh, we have uh, we have something that you actually suggested too that we're that we're going to throw out here to to start a quick little conversation, and we'll oh, okay. I'll say it, I'll say it, and then we'll we'll let you go first because it was your question, and then we'll get uh, halves and bridge. We'll get all you guys' opinions on it, and then you know me, I got a few things that I wrote down that we can uh, we can get to as well. Uh, so the question is, um, what do you think are the two most important traits to have success as a team? Um, I'm just going to throw some examples. You don't have to use these. Use your own. Um, I mean, I would say pick one that you think you is an absolutely have to have and then give us one other that you think could be really useful. Some of the things that were thrown out were chemistry, experience, hitting, pitching, uh, the equipment you use, is it the location, um, your age? Uh, those are some of the things thrown out. Tui, uh, I'll send it to you. Um, what do you think? Oof. I mean, I know I propose this, but it's still a diff- difficult question just to pick one. Um, no, uh, Tui, right. I got one. You want to go? Okay. Yeah, I got one. From, I think, the most important thing that changed completely the way I developed completely and, I, and I'm trying to preach this right now to Lopes and I think Bridge is already on his way there is just confidence when you step on the field oh, that's a good one you're, you're the guy you have to believe you're the guy you could not be the guy but you gotta be the guy you gotta believe you're the guy you know what I mean so you need confidence to take your game to the next level you could be the most talented person on the field you could be the best hitter and the best pitcher. But if you're just weak-minded and don't believe in yourself when it's crunch time, you're never going to make it past that final four, that final eight. You're never going to make it. You have to have confidence in yourself. 
That really is true. Like, I know I've had conversations with Maddie Griff about this, like, especially when I was younger. And even now, today, saying, he would always say, you have to believe that it's going to happen. You have to believe that you're going to get that big hit. You're going to strike out the guy that's in front of you. Because if you don't and you're unsure, it's almost like you're going to manifest that into actually not happening. And it makes, it really does. It makes such a huge difference when you're confident at the plate or on the mound or wherever in life. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree. I agree with what half says and you too. And the thing I would go with is assuming you got, enough of the, the hitting and the pitching is, is the chemistry um, yeah. with each other. I think if you don't have that and you just five, even if you just five superstars, but you can't talk, you don't get along. You, you're probably not grinding out that one, nothing game that goes nine innings, you know, and you're just grinding for whatever that, however to get that run or battle or that to play. But I would say chemistry, if you're getting along um, and you have each other's backs, but I mean, genuinely, not just everyone's going to say, come on, you know, come on, nice pitch, whatever. But to genuinely have that chemistry, yeah. um, I think that's you can't. If have you can, feel, you got you got to be able to feel that support when no one's talking. Like you know what I mean? You got to yep. be able to feel that they have your back, even if they're not telling you they have your back. You got to know. Yeah, to build off that, like it's wiffle ball still. Like this game is like yeah, it's competitive and we all want to win, but it's still like fun. Like once you lose the fun with your team and with anything else that comes with it that's when you kind of just lose passion for the game and if you have strong chemistry with the people who you're teaming with or whoever i mean the game is fun and you just got to compete with the guys who will make you better and will tell you some things that you need to work on and things that you're good at already yeah no well well said um, yeah, really anyone is. else get anything else that we haven't even, hit? To, even to kind of like combine the two, like confidence and chemistry. Like, I think the most I've ever legitimately felt those things on a field was have when we were the high rollers at UWIF and we were losing Sunday morning to the waves. And not a single one of us on that team thought that we were going to lose that game. We all 100% believed we were going to come back. We trusted each other. We're going to score no matter what. And then when you hit that homer, we all went fucking nuts because we knew it was going to happen. We were just waiting for it. Yeah. And that was early. That was early. We, it was coming, you know? Oh, yeah. Even too, at East Coast Whiffs, there was a couple of times where Brigio, um, I think it was me, Brigio, and Lopes. And I think we were, it was a close game. And all, one of us needed to come up with a big hit. And I could see the other team just like stressing out, like "Come on, come on!" And like, you, you kind of, you, we knew one of us three was gonna eventually punch one in. And that goes back to what you said. Uh, I don't know who, which one of you said chemistry, but like, chemistry is huge. You just have each other's back, and you don't even gotta say anything. You just know the next person's gonna pick me up. If I strike out, he's gonna pick me up. You know. So I think I think I'm gonna go with location and specifically i'm talking about location and proximity to your teammates because you know there's the old saying practice makes perfect and the more you play the more you get work in especially with guys that you're playing with the better you're gonna be no matter what skill level you're already at like look at 
the jugs. I see videos on social media of them all the time hitting off, hitting machines together, pitching to each other. Like when you're around guys that care about it like you do, that you can practice with often, it makes a world of difference. Like even Babs last week was saying they played what, like 200 and something days out of the year. I would kill for that. Like where I am right now, it sucks. Like Dalby's probably the only guy even remotely close to me and I don't get to play as often as I do and I feel like you know here and there it affects my game because you're just not as warmed up as you yeah. could be or want to be yeah 100% if you're tired especially hitting uh, you could probably get out there and throw but hitting wise yeah. it's tough right like Gary saying that um, he would hit constantly whether if it was uh, Pat or you know whoever the ace on your golden stick team or your fast plastic team just hitting constantly against guys of that talent makes a big difference. Yep, it really does. Yeah, I mean, that's the advice I would give young kids too. It's like uh, all, all these young kids that look up to like like Jordan Robles, all these young kids look up to Jordan Robles like, I want to be as good as a hitter. Guys, Jordan's traveling and he's constantly facing the best players, the best hitters in the country and he's been doing it for a while now. That's why he's become such a good hitter. And like you said to me, practice makes perfect. And it's such a stupid and silly thing, but it's true. He's constantly testing himself and testing who he can go up against, and that's why he keeps getting better. Yeah, and the and the reason I say proximity to someone to practice with is because everyone knows it's it's not it's not fun to practice by yourself. You know, you don't have that competitive aspect to it to wanting to strike your friend or your teammate out or get a hit off of them you can't make a game out of it really like it's not the same i used to do it all the time when i was younger but nowadays when i need to go out and work it's because i have to not because i like want to and want to have fun doing it uh, and and the other thing you gotta face you gotta face good pitching too like you can't like we can throw in the side yard and get that down and you can take bp or go to a cage or something but facing actual people, well, you know, like you could go play Dolby, like right. That would be awesome for you. Like you talk about. Oh yeah. Talk, talk, I mean, you, Don's ball sent me a video of him pitching in the gym the other day, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, he's ready to go. Jesus, I'm like, I'm like, Don's, we gotta get a gym, man. We gotta, we gotta start doing something, you know? Because it's like, I don't know. It's how, it's how you get better. They're, the best players are playing now. They don't just start showing up in May and like, okay, here we go. Let's throw the ball around. Right, exactly. Yep. Or even just showing right. up for nationals, you know? It doesn't work that way. No, you yeah. can't. Not anymore. Maybe back in the day, but not now. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are too good, man. These days, you know. Um, all right, so I got a I got a question for you for all you guys. Uh, we did this I think a couple weeks ago, we kind of did start bench and cut. But I'm going to give you three formats or I guess three formats, three organizations. And um, you're gonna have to do it this way. You're gonna have to. You can play, play in one. You can play in one, and, and like I'll go it this way. You can be the man in one, where like you're playing every game. Um, then you're gonna have another one where you're just gonna be kind of on the team as like the fifth guy, and then you got to have one tournament that you just skip. You can't go. It's got to get tossed. Okay, I like it. All right. Um, GSWL. We'll say uh, we'll say the season in, in whole, but the tournament at the end, the GSWL, the way the way it is today, not like what it was fifteen years ago. What's out there? For like yard, them? like yard league. Yeah, like the nationals, like the yard national tournament. Like oh, that okay. one in, in New York, like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then we can so we'll say that that tournament, uh, UF, and then um, the MAW final tournament at the end. So those are your three tournaments. Which ones are you playing in? Which ones are you just going to be satisfied with being a bench guy in? And which one are you skipping? Easy for me. I feel like this is going to be very biased from us. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, we're not. We are not the right people to ask this question to. I know, but it's just, I don't, I don't. you guys want to bounce on AW? I'm for sure. I, dude, listen, and I texted. See, the Cavs. I thought you would get. Ago. I honestly thought you might get rid of GSW because you guys don't like Yard. So I thought that's what made it interesting. But it, it's just it's such a GS like you can go to the Yard Open and not win. And just the like being around the people in the atmosphere in Staten Island and hanging out with your friends, like that will never get old for me, you know. Okay. But in MAW, I just that format is just—I'm not a fan. Okay, that's competitions. I mean, I competitions next level. They have some of the best competition, especially their top teams. But like right now. Um, I'm going to cut MAW on that one. And I texted okay. the Cooks a few weeks ago and said I was excited to go to an MAW tournament. So I'm being a huge hypocrite right now. But I'm saying, like, if between those three, <laughs> I'm for sure cutting MAW. Well, surely I think you would get different answers from different people, especially considering we yeah. don't play MAW that We're much. Primarily yard and right. fast, like normal fast pitch players. But to be fair, I started as a fast pitch player and thought I would hate yard, and then after being introduced to it, fell in love with it all over again as a completely different format. And I don't think I've ever not had fun at the open, except for Boomer. Maybe that one time where we had like a twelve or thirteen inning game against the usual suspects, where it was like zero zero and nobody could score a run. That was oh, not exactly yeah. fun. Yeah, you got no one was throwing that hard either. That was sad. Like, was what we placing a, a Habs boy Lanigan was pitching against us, right? I think so. Team? Right? Like you guys, it wasn't like it was like a someone we everyone was throwing seventy five or something. No, <laughs> no, nobody could just hit the ball. It was honestly you kind of pathetic. Hit the ball at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget my dad on the sideline being like, "Oh my god, are you guys ever gonna score a run?" Yeah. <laughs> we did though, right? We eventually. I don't. I still don't even know how. Was it like a sack fly or something? I don't even know how we scored. I I actually don't even remember if we won or lost that game. To be honest, we did. We did. We did win. It, but it took forever. I remember landing and walking off the field when we won. It was like he said, "Thank you." <laughs> yeah, yard is um, such a weird game. Sometimes, like sometimes you're scoring twenty runs like it's nothing, and there's other games where you're struggling to get a base hit. Yeah, seriously. Sometimes it feels like you can't get anybody out. Uh, so I have a question for you guys. This just came to my head when uh, we mentioned Lanigan's game. Um, I, I don't really like to give credit to other people's podcasts that they're doing, but he said, have you guys listened to Connor and someone else do a podcast or something? Is that true? You guys know about this? Have you I, listened to it? I listened to it, but I think they stopped. I'm not sure if they're still going or not. Okay. Because, yeah, Lanigan was giving shit about how, like... The Scumcast? Their formats or something, like, whatever they're doing is... is I, I have never listened to it, so I don't know what the, what it is. He just said that some of their topics... He liked their... He wanted to see us use some of their formats or something, but with us talking about it or... Uh, I don't know. I forget exactly what he said because he was mostly shitting on halves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, did, I didn't know if you guys had listened to it. I just figured it was kind of popped up. I mean, from yeah. what I've heard of podcasts like that, 
they have, in my opinion, they have good ideas, but half the time it may or may not be guys who are stoned and ah. talking about players or teams that they know nothing about and either skimming over them or like guessing. Like, honestly, the worst. Um, the promo of all the teams going to you with was honestly kind of pathetic. Like, I listened to that on yeah. the way, hoping to get some info on these teams, and I felt like I walked away with less than I knew before. And that's that's not a shot at them, but like, if you're gonna do something like that, at least do it right. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I, I agree. Yeah. Connor, you got to put the joint down for a second, my guy. Stein, you that's too. <laughs> That's what the other was at Stein. Saying stop. Else. I wasn't saying stop. Just for a second. Put it down and collect your thoughts for a second. <laughs> <laughs> They're out what? there. Have you ever listened to like a Shut Up Stein podcast? They got like oh, a yeah. full minute of awkward silence because they're all boned. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get through his, uh, he used to do like a 10 minutes of torment or something. Um, on like the Yankees and I couldn't even get oh, the God. so <laughs> um good shit alright uh keep, keeping it going I got a couple of different topics I don't even know what we're at for time but um we're at let's do so we're fine oh we're good alright um let's uh we talked about doing this last week but um I'm gonna have you guys put your GM caps on um and we're going to pick a team. I don't know if you guys have any teams. Maybe Bridge. Bridge, you know these teams better. So I'm going to have Bridge is going to pick a team. Uh, pick two teams, actually, Bridge. And we're going to have uh, two Ian Habs be the GMs of the team and make them make a trade with two teams. That will improve both of them, if this makes pitch. sense. Yeah, and fast pitch. Okay. Uh, it can be any two teams you want. Um, and we're just going to kind of... What move can you, you make? roster? You whiffs roster. Um, a trade that you can make that's going to improve the team that you think might put them over the edge. And obviously you guys have to agree to it. So, I mean, you're working together to make both of your teams better. Um, look at it like well, a fantasy trade. Bears halves. So, I know you guys play some fantasy. So, Bridge, give us two teams. Okay. Um, let's see. The first team that kind of came to my mind was the Dragons with Nick Lee. That team. Okay. And, uh, uh, Habs. All right. Chewie, you got the Dragons. <laughs> all right. Habs is just, he made it 33 minutes in this week, so that's good. Uh, can we, and I'll be the can we go through the roster, too? Because the Dragons are a team that has had some changes over the past couple of years. I just want to make sure I have, like, the update as of now. Bridge, yeah, so do you know? It was Nick Lee, Bucci. I think Pizzotta was wearing a jersey. I don't know if he played. Mm-hmm. And then I believe it was Polanco. Okay, and are we counting Dougie as a new member? <laughs> uh, no. Dougie's on that team? Why is I, Dougie yeah. on that team? He announced on, uh, I think it was Stein's podcast, that he's on the Dragons next year. How is he getting on all these teams? <laughs> oh, nobody could stand him for more than a year, so he's just jumping around, you know? Around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's the other team, Bridge? I was going to go with Ridley Park. So it's Teddy, Sean, Cam Farrow, Brendan, and Zane. Brendan. Yo, Brendan's I'll take, the hitter, right? 
I'll take Ridley Park. All right, Hav's got Ridley Park, and you got uh, the dragons. They're my dogs. Oof. All right, dogs. You're about to trade one of them, though. So <laughs> I, hope they, I hope they, I hope they are your dogs. It's a dog, <laughs> dog eat dog world out there. <laughs> All right, which what are you guys looking to do? Make get get the get the trade. Do going? you have any any proposals? Oh, I already know who I'm trading. Oh, all right. Well, let's go then. What team do you have? Uh, the Dragons. I would, I would offer you Loftus straight up for Nick Lee. He's not even on the team, you fucking moron. <laughs> what team? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this man, kid is again. unreal. Who's not on the team? Loftus. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Ridley Park. Ridley Park Magic. It's Teddy, Sean, Cam, Brandon. Oh Zane. my god, I don't want that team. <laughs> <laughs> He's cutting the whole team. Yeah, no, I'm I'm out on that team. Oh my god. Alright. Bridge, give if us I another team. team. If I get that team, I'm selling the franchise. Chewie, at least you know who he's coming after when we get him a roster. So. <laughs> Can you guys get me a roster, please? Yeah, I, okay. We'll use the whippets. So Pete, Mockaby, Randy, Pete. Jim Valiant and Sylvie. Yeah, I'm trading Sylvie. What makes you think I want Sylvie? Yeah, that's the problem. I might have to trade up for cash considerations, but he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hold on. All right. I think, Habs, you're getting the magic because that's two, like, more, like, middle of the pack, even teams. I feel like that would make a trade. Does that make sense? As opposed to, like, team that's made the final four two out of the last three years all right that's fair one more time though just run me down the magic lineup that's fair though. that's a good point though Tui. teddy sean cam brendan and zane okay all right Have, do you do you have any untouchables untouchables i would probably say Sean. That's Bingier, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, he's untouchable. He's got that dog in him. That sucks. I love Sean. He's who I wanted. <laughs> yeah, he got that dog in him. Yeah. Um, alright. I think I think the dragons need pitching, in my opinion. So I would propose a trade for either Cam or Teddy. Are you willing to move either one of them? I would I would trade Teddy before I trade Cam. Okay. How about I will give you Bucci and Polanco for Teddy. Oh my god. Give me that. Easy? Easy. I'll take both those. Easy. Kids. Hell okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm shaking hands. That's a deal. Hell yeah. Does that give you six people on the roster, Habs? Did they have did they have four or five on the roster? Because now we have to have Habs cut someone if they. <laughs> so who's getting cut? I'm probably I'm gonna cut Zane. Oh. Yeah, I'm probably gonna cut Zane. I told you I was gonna embarrass this kid. Wow. What? Why? I just wiped the floor with that trade, Habs. Bridge, what do you think? Bridge, what do you think of the trade? I think that's pretty fair. Uh, I'm not sure how Zane 
compares, like, if he's just, like, a pure hitter. So, you really compare with Bucci. Like, I don't know how those two would, like, square off with each other, but... I think Bucci... I think Bucci's... I'm trying to be respectful, but... I think Bucci's... Never mind. <laughs> no, let's go. I want to hear your reasoning. It's a podcast. Speak your mind. Yeah. I'm just... I just think Bucci. We'll get him on. We'll get him on the show. Who's Bucci? Let's get him on. Bridge. Anyone know him? We'll what, get him what do you What do you think, Haz? Because I'll tell you what I think. I think Bucci is a way, way better player than Zane, and I like Zane. I think he's cool. I don't really know him personally, but to me, he throws two pitches that are telegraphed the entire time. And then hitting wise, I mean, I don't see much. You're talking about Zane? I'm talking about Zane. Yeah, I'd cut Zane. At least Bucci. I've seen Bucci, what he lacks in maybe average. I've seen him come up with some big hits. And if I just got Polanco to throw some early games for me, I got Cam, you know? I, I like where I like my team. Okay. It's, uh, maybe it's just me. I think Bucci's a little overrated. Whereas I, I think Teddy's a legit ace for a team. Who can also hit well. So I, I see, like that trade for me. See, I, I, I'm the opposite way. I think Teddy's a little overrated. Poor Teddy. <laughs> Stuck in the middle. I hope they no, both man, go I'm pumped. Teddy. I got Teddy. I hope they both go off this year regardless. Oh, me too. I hope they both go crazy. And then make sure they remember this podcast and shit on both of us. Oh, definitely. But... I, well, also, I just, how many pitchers do you have now? Don't worry about my team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get Ben Gear elite in the offseason. He's already elite. Yeah, he's goaded. Dude, my team's nasty. Who, who do I got? Ben Gear, Polanco, Bucci, Cam, and who's my fifth? Uh, Cam. Brendan? Brendan. Brendan who? Boas. <laughs> Never mind, I'm cutting that dude, kid. He doesn't even know who's on his team. Yeah, he's no, cutting, guys. Never, never mind, I'm cutting that kid. I'm cutting that kid. Bringing Zane back? I'm coming. Zane, you're back. I love you, kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're back. You're yeah, overrated. Well, you're back. back. You're back. I'm sorry. I messed up. I'm back with you. Yeah, no, my team's nasty. All right. I think we're right. good with this, then. All right, I got... All right, good trade. We'll let the... Bridge post something. We'll let people decide who who's good, who got destroyed on this trade. Um, <clears throat> I got one last question for you before we'll get our final thoughts here for the night. Um, wiffle ball related, but it doesn't have to be wiffle ball related. What is the most painful injury you've ever had playing from playing sports um, in your life? Well, that's easy for me. Uh, playing baseball my senior year of high school it was the first scrimmage of the year uh it was a pop fly in foul territory that i called for and our first baseman didn't hear apparently and we collided he came down on top of my leg i ruptured my acl and my meniscus and fractured my tibia and my femur and that was a hell of a lot of pain yeah, and that's why you had the brace on for. Um, yeah, honestly, post surgery was even more painful than the injury itself. 
that was rough. Like just the rehab part of it or? Uh, well, that was more of like a mentally draining thing, having to go to physical therapy all the time and like have my leg in a machine to like slowly increase the angle that it would bend how far right. it would go. But no, like when I woke up after the surgery, I was in so much excruciating pain. It's I can't even describe it. Damn. Habs, what's yours? Uh, my worst injury in all of sports was, was probably when I dislocated and broke my ankle wrestling. It was broke and fractured in like four different spots. Um, not much to like. There's not like it's not as bad as two East, but it was just really painful. Bridge, you got one. Uh, fortunately, I haven't had any major injuries through. Even as a catcher? As Even as a catcher, which is shocking. I mean, a few concussions here and there, but I mean, the worst thing that's ever happened to me, uh, I think it was like eighth grade year, eighth grade summer for baseball, like travel baseball. And one of our pitchers who threw very hard for, and I think he was a freshman, He's he's older than me. He plays at Bryant right now, and he's a pitcher. He spiked the fastball, and I went to block it, and it hit me, like, in the wrist. And my wrist was so swollen for so long, and my thumb was completely bruised. It was, it was pretty ugly, but that's pro- definitely probably my worst sports injury so far. My favorite was at Yard a few years ago, and you ran, like, into, like, the puddle on the crappy field that we were playing on to catch a foul ball and you like twisted your ankle and you you came like limping back to the field and your mom is on the sideline and she just goes he's a pussy he'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) mrs bridgio that that was hilarious you're my favorite parents that i've met from (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome boomer how about you you got one um, most painful. I- I've been pretty lucky with the injuries. I mean, my arm is shot to shit, but the most excruciating pain injury actually didn't happen uh, playing a sport, but running. Uh, I was 19 years old, and we were running uh, into the woods from police that were coming to break up our party um, <laughs> in college and fucking fell, man. And I don't know if you guys have ever had a broken toe or turf toe uh, or anyone out there listening. But you want to talk about one of the most just painful injury? Like it was nine months, man, before I could like walk straight on my like on my foot again. And for like the first two months, I was literally walking on like the side of my foot. Um, just I don't know if you ever had if you ever had it, be happy, fortunate. But man, turf toe, one Those of the are worst. Nagging, nagging, man. Yeah, just always like even to this day, I look down and there's times where I'm like, ah, oh, you can still kind of just just. Again, not as bad as your guys, not as bad as the dislocated ankle or torn ACL or anything like that, but just as far as nagging and just always a pain in the ass injury. That, no, that sometimes, is sometimes those little ones just like, even like it sounds dumb, but like when you sprain your wrist or like roll your ankle, even it's just like those yeah. stay with you for so long. It's so annoying. Pulling your groin is another one too. Those are, oh, they the just help. take forever to go away. They're, and yep. right when they're right when they're about to be good, you do a little something, and then another. Oh, it's awful. Yep, yep, absolutely. 
Uh, anyone got any hot takes or anything like that they want to uh, say before we uh, before we get out of here? I just got to say that like the PLW field that they're planning in Vegas looks pretty sweet. So it does look pretty sweet. Do you choose any hot takes for you? Uh, that's sick that they're building new fields for PLW, but let's see some new rules because what they have now is trash. Garbage. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, for real. Can, can, we, can we mention what some of the trash rules are real quick? Any we change we... that ASAP, no Rocky. Why, why do we hate the rules for someone like me that doesn't know why we don't uh, like them? Why? I mean, I don't know all the exact rules. It's like, but there's a speed limit, I'm pretty sure, for pitching. I think... In terms of like ground balls, I mean, I could be wrong in this, but I'm pretty sure it's like you have to field it and like throw it to the backstop before the runner gets to first and guys used to like sprint and then throw it home or something like that. I don't know if they've changed things. I think if you walk two people, you got to get taken out of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's another one. That's horrible. Yeah. You play with clean ball too, I think. you're You're not allowed to come back in the game if you walk two people. Yeah. What if how many like, guys are on the team? What if three people? You only have three on like, the team, and they all walk two guys. Like I'm not sure. Oh, I'm yeah. honestly not it's sure. Yeah, they, they, wow. They just, it looks sick. Their presence on social media is sick, but it just the game itself. I I just can't get on board. I just can't. Wow. It's, it's very flawed. It's very flawed. It, but like in some ways, it's good. It's good for guys that don't want to play hardcore competitive wiffle ball like golden stick or maw that want to go to a wiffle ball field and hit some homers and play the field run the bases like i feel like it equates more to like a beer league softball team i was say is it like a softball team like a beer league softball team type of like deal. that i that would be my opinion but that's just me it's probably better for others right see what needs to happen is for the open the final four goes to Vegas and plays on those fields. Play like a mini qualifier, I guess, or national tournament, like on those nice turf fields. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be cool. Like, I think to put it into perspective, obviously, Dalby's a good player, but the last tournament we were at out here, uh, Gannon, he was talking smack of some sort. And uh, Dalby just kind of shrugged and was like well i'm still waiting for a plw team to eliminate me from any tournament so. <laughs> oh all right uh i think next week's show i think Leahy's gonna come on finally he, he at least in text he promised so i think this is now seven weeks in a row he's pretty much we'll see him. so we'll see if that happens uh i'm, I'm your boy lanigan is gonna come on here he's coaching his basketball team right now so it's got to be if he has a Thursday open with no practice, he says he's in. If not, it will be right after the season, but he's, which ends uh, the first week of February, I believe. So he will be on and you two will have your uh, face off uh, shortly. <laughs> I can't shortly wait now. for that. So that that's going to be my, I don't even know what's going to happen and I can't wait for that episode. So <laughs> nothing but respect. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll put that to the test. Have, have a few of your tequila shots before that one. So we get the best to have. <laughs> Um, all right, boys. You guys have a have a good week. We'll talk to you. Talk to you next week. Yeah.